The Son of Neptune, chapter 33, Frank. Frank was relieved when the wheels fell off. He'd already thrown up twice from the back of the chariot. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Alrighty, welcome back. I don't, I, I don't do that yet either. I don't know. I'm so like being here alone I like not, don't even talk in rehearsals. I am like losing my social skills. Um, we'll get them back. I'm moving in tomorrow. <laughs> no, I will have them back tomorrow. Sorry. Get them back. Happy spring break. Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> How are we doing? Pretty good. good. I'm a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> incomplete honesty no yeah the fire's going uh i have a blanket on me wearing sweatshirt i feel like you have like three options then to like not be warm it's true but i'm not (laughs) warm because i am anemic so i'm kind Mm -hmm. of reveling in it actually i'll let it be for now i'm very excited that you're experiencing warmth for the first time ava me too crazy sensation (laughs) I'm good. I've seen a lot of my friends from high school over the past couple days. And that was very fun. Catching up with all of them. So, I've been vibing. I've also been getting a lot of takeout food because we can't go out to dinner. So, it's just like getting takeout food and then sitting in a car. But it's very fun. Yes. How are you, Burnham? I don't know. I've been I've been trying a lot of new recipes lately. Um so I've been having some fun cooking. Uh I made a really good like just like roasted veggies and I like had a had a loaf of gluten-free sourdough that I like toasted and just ate with the veggies. It was very good. Um I made a burrito the other day. That was good. I don't know. I've just been cooking a lot more recently. Um and I like it. I, I I like having a little bit of downtime because I feel like I can like actually take the time to cook something real. Um, that's not like mac and cheese. Uh, so it's nice. It's refreshing. I've also been, this is weird. I, so I don't often buy green beans. Like, they're just, like, not, like, a a vegetable I frequently buy. (laughs) Um, But I bought green beans when I went grocery shopping. And so I use them in, like, my roasted vegetables. But then, like, there's a whole, like, rest of, like, half the package there. I've been snacking on them. Nice. Like, the Mm -hmm. raw green beans. Very good snack. I feel like... Green beans are good. I really like green beans. They're, like, honestly, hot take, better than chips, I've almost finished, like, a bag of green beans just, like, snacking on them. Because they're crunchy, but they also, like, like on the outside, but they, like, pop on the inside. Please don't become like this. Authorities, <laughs> this one, this one right I don't, here. I don't like We finished this semester, and you are, like, fully vegan and, like, not wearing shoes. I will never forgive you. <laughs> you can Wait, how did we get to not wearing shoes? 
I feel like every person on TikTok who's like, that's too much oil and like, like critiques other people's health on TikTok, like doesn't wear shoes. No, I gotta go. Right. I'm not actually saying they're better than chips to be clear. I've also been really into um, kettle jalapeno chips lately. I've also been eating those to be clear. (laughs) Um, It's okay. Just, just don't, Keep your shoes on. <laughs> you can be a health god, but just don't don't take your shoes off, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I don't like feet. Like I like actively don't like feet. So like I will keep my shoes on. I the latest person feet. I've seen do it. Do you guys know that woman on TikTok? Her name's like I actually don't know her real name, but her baby is named Fern. And she's like Maybe I, I love her. She's one of the most problematic people I've ever seen. <laughs> She's like anti-vax and like actually crazy and calls uh, shoes feet prisons and judges other people for not being vegan. And I literally, her TikToks are so funny. I I, am, funny. I just love like conservative vegan. They're like, so interesting. So funny. What an interesting aesthetic. And I feel like it makes more sense. I feel like liberal vegan. Hot take, but I agree. Like liberal veganism, like I okay, I get how we got here, but it also like sometimes edges on like, huh, and like I do agree. Carnivore, like I I get the hunting thing, like fits the conservative aesthetic really well. Yeah, but like maybe not even the veganism, but like the like natural remedy and the like I don't Uh hate myself. I'm not saying that conservatives are dirty. <laughs> what I'm saying is they don't believe science. <laughs> Fair. And welcome back to a podcast that does believe in science. Return to Camp Half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a podcast that uh, believes in science but refuses to talk about it because we're not STEM majors. So we're going to talk about a children's book instead. The Son <laughs> of Neptune chapters. 37, uh, 33 to 36 uh, through the theme of homecoming. And these are Frank chapters. Mm-hmm. Return to Coachella. No, we talked about Coachella last week. We will not be returning to Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point. Uh, Ava, as punishment for trying to derail us, um, you have to do the summary. Oh, <laughs> uh, fine. You're welcome. Mm. Are you ready? It's going to be so bad. But yes. It'll be one of my worst. It'll... Oh my God. I can't even speak. It'll be one of my worst. All right. Three. Two. One go. Okay. So they're on this horse. His name is... uh, Orion. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, the audiobook I was listening to pronounced it Arian, and I was like, that is a World War II term, and it should not be pronounced that way. Um, but anyway, they're on the back of this horse. They're flying. Frank has vomited twice, and um, Hazel's having a really good time. And then they get off the horse. They're going to, like, chill in, like, Frank's grandma's house for a, a brief minute. 
Um, and they have recently told each other, like, their secrets and stuff. Like, I think they were on the horse when they, like, asked about, um, like, oh, like, you died and then, like, not anymore. And, like, uh, you live by a log or something. All right. You are out of time. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can cover some of the stuff I missed. Okay. I missed um, them touching down, going through the house and being like, oh, my God, why is no one here? Where is my grandma? And then Greg coming out of the ground and, oh, my God, also Mars. Hold up. (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot that happened in these chapters. Yeah. You guys can take it from here. I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Grandma die. Um, Frank, stupid, can't use powers. Yeah. Um, Brutal. Percy makes things blow up. Escape. Get on plane. Mysteriously, the plane guy is also Roman. Why? (laughs) This just felt very convenient. It did. Yep. Yep. I'm interested, Ava, because I feel like we've had a lot of difficult to pronounce names across this series, and I feel like this is one of the most straightforward. I know. And that's why I was so thrown off when I was listening to the audiobook earlier and she was fully like Arian. I was like, absolutely the fuck not. Um, but I don't know why it's tripping me up so much. Like I'm fully like the last Dragonian giants. And then it's like, Arian. Er- er- like, <laughs> the, the Jesse Bernstein official, uh, audiobook pronounces it Orion. Okay. Thank the Lord. Which that's... makes sense because that's how it's spelled. Right. Like that's what my brain wants to do, but the vowel difference makes me confused. So I will simply say Orion now. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how we got to Arian and I think we should s- stay away. You cancel it. Right. No, because this audiobook I was listening to, like she seems like a lovely woman doesn't always pronounce things the way I think I do in my head. So it's a little confusing sometimes. Cancel her. (laughs) No, she's a sweetie. (laughs) Um, What songs did we pick? That is an excellent question. Neve? One second. All right, I'll go. Oh, this is so much to say on a public podcast. Um, I did indeed. So his grandmother dies in these chapters. And that's really sad. And we also have grief about his mom. And so I was like, what is the sadness, saddest, like, mom dead mom song that i could think of um it is by ed sheeran it's supermarket flowers i don't think that's that embarrassing because the song itself is sad it's pretty good i'll accept it it's like divide's kind of a banger album like no skips no divide is a really good album and supermarket flowers is like one of the saddest songs i know I was trying to think about songs about grief and like dying, and there's not a lot that aren't like baroque operas, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Like pop music doesn't talk about death a lot. They love love baroque operas, though. There we go. I aired my shame. Someone else go. I'm not choosing a great like pick for not being embarrassed either, but I think it actually really does fit because at first I was like thinking of those same themes. And then I thought of one specific album by one specific artist that none of you are going to be shocked by, but I think it also would work really well as Gray's theme song. Like while he's fighting, I, I know it's weird. Please. <laughs> 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 Let's explain to the listeners what just happened. <laughs> um, so to be clear, um, for what just happened, Neve Neve started describing, and so I I knew what was going to happen, so I. I pulled up my chemical romance and I just turned around my phone and I showed it to the camera um, that I had it queued up. Um, and now Neva's left the Zoom. <laughs> Her video still here. I just couldn't show my video. Oh, I actually thought you left. I have hide all uh, hide non-video participants on, so I really just thought you left. Oh no, I'm here. Honestly, might leave again. It it's the ghost of you by my chemical romance. It's ah! It's a great song. And at least I didn't choose something from the Black Parade. So, because that would be a little, a little on the nose. But The Ghost of You makes me want to cry every single time I hear it. So, I feel like it's appropriate. Slay. Well, there you go. And with that, I'm outie. <laughs> Her video's back off. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'm the only one with a shred of dignity left today. <laughs> and I chose Mykonos by Fleet Foxes um, mm. because it is, guys, it's so good. And the fact that it kind of changes tonality completely mid-song, and I think it's, like, about, like, lost friendship and, like, drug addiction – Um, but you can also twist the lyrics to mean just like the loss of someone, um, in general. And that can mean like a loss to a specific substance. It can also mean a loss in general. And I think it speaks very strongly to, um, kind of like the strained relationship that Frank had with his grandmother, but also like losing her at the same time. Um, I'm kind of like hoping that she's going off to bigger and better things in the afterlife. Um, but when I was deciding on my songs here, I'll take away my dignity. Um, I was thinking, and I was like, what, what is on the absolute nose for this? And this will not be added to the playlist. Cause I cannot have this attributed to my name. I will not stoop. I will not, but I will just let you into my thought process. I did, I did indeed think of Requiem from Terrafin <laughs> but that just gets the participation award. Um, and I did not choose it. Pretty song. That is all. All right. What were our favorite moments from these chapters? I mean, favorite moments feels inappropriate. <laughs> I know. That's what I was going to say. Because it's sad. What, what moments stood out to us? 
Mm, that's nice. I mean, Gray pulling up again. Gray did pull up in front of people this time. Yeah. Go off. Go off, Ghost King. The ghost of you. Gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they both left. We both did turn off our videos completely unprompted because that was pretty bad. (laughs) Don't don't harass me like this. I'm so sorry. All right. Let's let's just take a let's take a break. (laughs) We'll be back to discuss our theme. Alrighty, we're back. The theme this week is homecoming. So, so where could we possibly have seen that theme in these chapters? Well, <laughs> Frank do be home, and he do be coming home. See, for the worse, for the worse. Yeah, it's really sad. I think. What do we think Rick is trying to say? Do we think he's trying to say that you can't always go home? I don't know. What is like, it's just so sad. I think he's just reinforcing the point that like home is not a static thing as much as a lot of people rely on it to be. Like, I feel like people are always like, this is a place where I can come back and feel the same every time. Like a place of like emotional regulation, even if that emotional state is kind of like really rough or like really bad. It's like, a place where you recharge with some kind of consistency. Um, But Rick is kind of giving us that cruel reminder that like that kind of consistency never lasts forever. Um, It is very ephemeral as we are all mortal. Um, And ouch, you know, um, it hurts. Um, and is no fun, but also something really fascinating and something that I picked up, um, and just like have a thought on, though. I don't think this was at all Rick's like emphasized point, the idea of showing people that have never seen your home before that have met you outside of that home, like showing them where you live is crazy. For example, Neve saw my hometown for the first time, like a couple, like literally like maybe a week and a half ago and it's great like showing people who aren't from where you're from like your hometown is crazy and like the idea that frank was thrown into that experience had to like you know be well i don't want to say had to deal with those feelings because like it's just like a state of like ooh fun but like had to balance having that experience with like simultaneously the idea of home to him being completely rocked, um, you know, off its like pedestal in a sense is a lot to deal with. Yeah. I think, I think it's interesting because like that point you raised, because in this homecoming, we see how Percy and Hazel will operate differently in a space like home to, to someone who's not home there is, is that's just another building, just another space to operate in. Whereas to someone it's home to, there's so much more feeling so much. It's such a different 
both physical experience and emotional experience. Like you operate in that space in such a different way. And there's like different rules of engagement. Like when his grandmother is like, oh yeah, tell uh, Percy and Hazel go to the attic. And Frank's like, oh no, we can't go in the attic. Like that's just like, because this is where he grew up as a child, he has ways of engaging in it that like, these are like set in stone rules to him. And his grandmother's like, okay, you're an idiot. Like, of co- like, why do you think we couldn't let, let you in that? Like, it's now that he's coming home, he is also realizing that because it's not really his home anymore, it's, mm-hmm. he now also has different rules of engagement with it. Yeah. I feel like that's really interesting to read as, as a college student. It is. Mm. Like, because I feel like their camp experience is more similar. I mean, it's, it's like, or boarding school, but it's like similar, more similar to like college than high school in just like, you're living away from your home. And I feel like, especially Camp Jupiter seems to be a year round thing and not a summer camp. Right. Idea. And just that, like, you're boarding, you're not living at home, so where is your home? Is your home where you spend all your time? Is your home where you're from? Yeah. And how does that change how you interact with it? Yeah. Also, the idea of, like, when you come home for the first time in, like, a a while, like, a set of... I don't know, weeks, months, whatever. Um, like it always feels really weird and you have to like navigate that like foreign feeling that kind of, I don't know, that you have to deal with before you can like fall back into like the habits that you had before and like the comfortability. It's kind of crazy. Like making your own little routines. Um, it's so weird. It feels so alien at first. Um, which is a scary concept if you think about it for too long. That's why I always get like a little panicky when I go home like for a break for the first couple of days. And then I'm like, okay, we're good. Um, yeah. It's just crazy. Jam packed chapter, emotionally speaking, or like set of chapters. Oh, very much. Cause it's like homecoming is filled with that duality. Yes. And it's like both familiarity and strangeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I agree. Those are honestly my primary thoughts. <laughs> I mean, we also have to deal with, like, at the end, Frank has to deal with what does it mean to lose your home? Right. Especially when he, like, like even, like, late in his conversation with Mars... He's still like, I can't believe this is my dad. Like when you hate the new path that's been made for you so much, like losing a home that like he wasn't necessarily crazy about, but like he is still having trouble coming to terms with his relationship with Mars and his new role in this story that he's playing. Right. It's It's that home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's now a really like, they literally burned down his past, which is 
I think really interesting that that's how Rick chooses to burn down Frank's home, but also kill his grandmother is that with fire Mm -hmm. and that's Frank's fear. And like, that's the thing that ties Frank to his life, which is so interesting. Like he's like, his life is burning away and this is literally a part of his life that's burning away. Mm -hmm. But now he's faced with the potential for more power. And like this new path is like, because he's lost everything else. Now he has to look toward Mars because it's the only thing left because everything else is burned away. Right. Yes. Which raises the question would Frank actually die if that stick burned? Like, what does it really mean? Like, yeah. Interesting. You know? Yeah. All right. Sass moments? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I know. It was just like very heavy chapters, but not like super complicated, just like sad. Yeah. Grandma die. It is. Grandma had some had some moments though, and that is my one of mine is her one of her lines of talking about Hazel. And it's not your girlfriend, grandmother said. Well, she should be, you dolt. Don't let her get away. You need strong women in your life if you haven't noticed. <laughs> now to business. I was like, period. <laughs> yes, he does. I love grandmother. She's so fun. I think I had a grandmother one too, but I can't find it. Oh my God. I'm also looking for mine. Ah. I know it started with like, you have no weaknesses. Like something about like plank of wood. Hold on. I, I'm so, I'm struggling. Oh my God. Control F doesn't work. Okay. I found mine. Okay. Okay. He jabbed the spear into the ground and the point broke off. Oops. Ella said no spear point. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I just like that. She like, like Ella knows a lot, but like in this moment, she's just like taking for granted that like, he's like, Oh, Frank, stupid, stupid. You need to know that Brayden just paused our recording right there to ask me if I ate a piece of (laughs) I took gum out of the wrapper and I just kind of like grabbed the gum out of the wrapper with my teeth and Brayden pauses the recording and goes eat a piece of paper oh it was gum why would you do that oh my god it's like I just I hope you know I wish Ava wasn't looking for her quote because she would have seen it too like how much like on camera like on zoom it really looks like you like tearing a piece of paper with your teeth that's so funny because like it'd be one thing to do it and, but like, with like, the, but like, doing it like while we were recording and like so confidently would have been like, so, like just like snacking. 
Yeah, honestly, that's... I wasn't. I didn't eat a piece of <laughs> Well, I know that now. Snacking. Mm-hmm. Please. But you understand why I would have been so concerned. Yes. Ava, what's your moment? My quote. Um, actually, Frank says it. I didn't think he did. Um, but he goes, no weaknesses, he asked. I'm nothing but weaknesses. My life depends on a piece of wood. <laughs> like, so true. So true. That's so real. I know when my life depends on a piece of wood. <sighs> what, what are offerings? Grandmother. Grandmother. Yeah, I'm doing it. Grandmother as well. It, she deserves a sweep. Three for three. I love it. She's also dead, so rest in peace. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who do we vote off? Ugh. Honestly, Mars. I was going to say that, too. He was giving him good, like, less... Like, I understand where he was, like, coming from in that little interaction but he referred to grandmother as an old bird and it's just like the way that he says things is just so jarring and like annoying but i'm like even if you're saying smart shit it's irritating and i don't like it points yeah i see i was gonna agree but then i did remember that like grandmother's like yeah mars has been visiting me and keeping me company while i'm dying and i was like oh fuck he that is kind of nice yeah so i'm gonna give mine to octavian because (laughs) we find out in these chapters that uh uh ella has read the sibling books and that's why she knows these like prophecies and therefore and we know Octavia really wants the sibling books. And therefore, I can't, I'm can't. i going to vote off Octavia. <laughs> because Period. he's... Because they keep talking about how val- valuable Ella is. And um, I know that little shit. I'll hop on that. Yes. Bye. <laughs> I hate him. Go die. He's the worst. He is the worst. Find someone worse. I dare you. Literally. Luke was so much better of like a a mortal antagonist. Luke was like I could at least be like, hey, okay, I he he's hurt. Octavian's just a little shit. I know. But that's why we love to hate him. True. What is the Alrighty, folks, that's all for this week. Join us next week where we'll be discussing chapters 37 through 40 through the theme of fear. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. And our next episode will be our 100th episode. So stay tuned for that. Bye. 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 Bye.